You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota, the only EU ratified comedy podcast in the city with me, your host, Jay Burnley. And in a week where the Labour conference rolls into town, the country looks a strong opposition to the coalition from David Miliband's brother. We at the Quota believe, with the party constantly stating that this government is going too hard and too fast, the only way for the country to be stimulated is for the majority to get ed. If it doesn't improve the economy, at least there's less chance of riots. The Liverpool Comedy Quota, putting the finishing touches to its latest political comedy film, Carry On Balls. In this week's show, the quota brings the pain with 50% of the man behind the rawhide reaper, Sam Avery. Yeah, yeah, baby. And 50% of the king of schadenfreude, Dirty Sanchez's Pritchard. Providing you with 100% targeted, fast and effective comedy relief. First up is one of our faves in the man behind the rawhide raw's reaper's cape, Sam Avery. You'll find him MC in Liverpool's finest gong show, Rawhide Raw, performing stand-up across the country, or working on his own one-man shows. And although he's presided over the life and deaths of new comics, Sam's career is in rude health, as we found out. Joining me in the uh, Comedy Quota bunker is Sam Avery for uh, a second time. I'm deeply honoured to be uh, <coughs> to be returning here. Oh, we're honoured to have you back in again. Um, I think last time we were talked about musical influences and stuff like yeah. that. And now your show, your new show, which is going to go to Southport Comedy Festival and Edinburgh as well, hopefully. Yeah, and Manchester yeah. as well. And the Manchester Comedy yeah. Festival. That's, is that October? Uh, October, yeah, the end of October. That's for both Southport and, South Manchester. and Manchester. Busy, busy lad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've talked about your musical influences and um, now it's... Your, your show is tell us a bit about your show which is called it's called Rock and Dole that's this I, I might change the title before Edinburgh I don't know I might leave it the same I, I, sounds alright as a title I think it, it's, it's okay gets, it gets the message across it's about music and failure and uh, rock and dole I think does it does it justice really so it's all about uh, I was in a band sort of 15 years ago uh, from the age of like 14 till I was 20 to 21 maybe and Seven years of your life. That's a it is a long time, yeah. But but I mean, the show kind of covers a, a kind of three three year period of, of of joining the band, getting a record deal, going on tour, making an album, getting on top of the pops, and then nothing. Just, just see, I like the way that you like the way that you just drop that in as if it was nothing. Getting on top of the pops. Honestly, it's weird because it feels like it was a different person when I was writing this show. It felt like I was writing about someone else because it was so long ago. Mm. Some of the things that we did. I'd kind of forgotten because the kind of bitterness kicked in after, after a while <laughs> and, and I kind of hated the music industry. It's a mugs game. To do with it. Yeah, it was, it was really kind of like, oh, no, I'm never going back to that. And writing it, I actually thought, you know what, I'm, re- I'm really quite proud and, and quite elated with some of, the, some of the achievements that we made. Obviously, that's not funny in a comic sense. You don't want to hear somebody <laughs> say, do you know what? I was awesome once. This you was fantastic. But the, there's, there's a quite a lot of stories and I ended up writing this show and I'm still kind of writing it now um, I've done it once in the Liverpool Comedy Festival. Yeah, so that um, that was great. It went re- you know really well. I was really pleased full house, it. full house, and and all the material was brand new. I'd never done any of it before. To do a full hour of untested material is uh, pant wettingly scary, and it went really well. So they, they always say, always say that. Do you get butterflies still when you sort of? Is it, does, is it died off for the, some of the older stuff that you do? But it comes back whenever you write oh, new material. Is it? Yeah, well, I mean, doing this show, I was I was incredibly nervous because I thought. It's a full house. People have paid to, to watch, and it's all new stuff. So if it's all <laughs> rubbish, then it's it's difficult. You know, if you're doing a 20 minute set, and you can try a, like five minutes of new stuff. Like you can get out of it by putting your gold in afterwards. But this was you've got a narrative much, to it, and you have to yeah. go down the the, the storytelling well, route. Totally, you're stuck. You know, I can't veer off and start talking about chicken <laughs> or, or whatever. What's this got to do with music? Yeah, exactly. So. The, the only thing was, I, w- I was a little bit less nervous in terms of remembering it because um, it, it all actually happened. The, mm. the, the show I'd done previously was kind of all kind of opinions and, 
and, and that was the, um, the art the, of the scouse insult the, insult, which yeah. was the year before which i basically just wrote as an exercise in writing an hour-long show yeah performing an hour-long show um you know and doing that and so that was really useful but this one it all actually happened so it was a lot easier to remember the uh, the kind of story a funny thing a, well, a happy accident I, I didn't really have an ending and i got to the end of the show and i was aware of that when i was about to perform it i didn't really have a strong ending and as I got to like the last five minutes, my watch was vibrating, you know, to say, you know, you're nearly done. And then I thought, oh, I forgot to do that bit in the middle. So I did the bit in the middle at the end and it kind of really worked at the end. So, <laughs> so I've put that at the end now. So, so that's quite nice. So, um, is, is that something else that you look at when you're, when you're actually practicing and rehearsing is like the pacing of the show and how, where you need to inject energy and sort of come up and come down? And Yeah, I did with this show definitely because I was aware there was, there was kind of six different stories of about 10 minutes each and, and not all of them could go at the same pace because then it yeah. would just get incredibly dull by by you know by the 30th minute you'd be like wow this is just one pace so i was trying to up it and down it and kind of you know there's little different bits that are brought in i think it as a show it still needs a little bit of work for edinburgh you know it still needs a bit more because if you go and see an edinburgh show yeah. there's, there's edinburgh bits in it isn't there where they probably wouldn't work anywhere else but an edinburgh crowd go oh that's very that's very poignant you know? <laughs> it's not necessarily funny it just has to be kind of um fitting for that story the so. sort of comedy lit- literate crowd crowd as yeah, i've yeah. been told that yeah. they are so has music helped you do that kind of rhythm in um in the comedy sort of like the pacing and the structure and stuff like that um i, I, we, I take it you weren't a drummer i wasn't a drummer i was a bass player so it was kind no, of like still a whole after bass, yeah i mean i think in terms of rhythm the only thing it's helped me with is um understanding the need for, for a change in rhythm and understanding mm. the, the power that that can have when you do swap gears and change you know change up a little bit and and you know that kind of um how a monotonous beat can get a little bit boring yeah unless it's dance music which i don't know dance music would translate into comedy i'm not quite sure so it could <laughs> just be joke 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 that, that's actually yeah. a tune i think that would be good yeah <laughs> um so it, it has helped in that way it's also helped in terms of, of of the generation of material because when we used to write songs in the band it was very much you know, uh, everything was a work in progress until you'd recorded it and, and released it. So, yeah, um, it was very much anything can change, and that's nice because probably five years ago with this show, I probably was going, yeah, it's done now. Whereas now I'm going, right, it's 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 all right, but it needs. It, I'm not selling this for anyone who wants to come. Around, <laughs> but it is a good show. It it works as a show, but it still needs a little bit of tinkering to make it into a great show, which is one I want. What, what's it like doing the festivals? Is it, is it a, a massive difference? It's obviously doing an hour, but yeah. the, is it different feels for different festivals? Is obviously Southport you'll be doing what dates? Do you know what the dates are? The for that? Southport date is 24th of October, and it's a it's a Monday night. It's the Fox and Goose. I'm doing a double bill with Tony Simpson, mm. um, who's doing um, his show called Cheeky. I think there's going to be a break and then I'm going to do my show. So it's only five, I think. You get two shows and then um, obviously one of them's mine. So it's a, it's a, it's a it's two hours of comedy for <laughs> <laughs> two hours of comedy for a five. You can't knock that. It's good and it's a good venue, the Fox and Goose. Um, it's a bikers pub. There's a regular gig there run, run by Brendan Riley, which is fantastic. Which I did the other week. Um, so so those festivals are good. I mean, this Southport Festival, Brendan Riley has taken this on. It used to be Sefton Council that ran it. All right. Um, and and they've obviously had the funding cut as everyone has. And, and Brendan Riley's taken it on, and he's he's done such a good job so far. He's got I was going to say, I was looking at the uh, the listings, going flipping heck. Yeah. Honestly, if you live in Southport and you don't go to one of these shows, 
you should be asked to move. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Millican, uh, Ed Byrne, yourself, uh, but Ed, obviously. Jason Manford's doing a, doing a charity gala they're doing in the middle for Help for yeah. Heroes uh, with a few others, sort of big names. Um, these, are, these are spoilers because we're going to get Brendan Riley on now. And oh, right. every, every, oh, yeah. Everybody's just going, like, oh, well, you heard this the other week. Oh, uh, <laughs> Stolen they're good. Yeah. Uh, you, you also MC uh, Rawhide Raw. Rawhide Raw, uh, yeah. And that, that, I'm taking that, that's different again from doing an hour show or the 20 minute sets that you do. Across the well, yeah. across the UK, that is very different. I mean, what what Rawhide Raw is is a gong show, and it's every Tuesday starts at the beginning of October. Uh, it normally runs during the term time because it's mainly a student audience. Yeah, uh, but it's not 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 exclusively a student audience. It's every Tuesday night in the bar bar on Harbour Street. It's only three pounds, and for that you get um, IMC every week. Fantastic! I'll just that. stop there, and we'll just well, three quid for that. Three quid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you get two up-and-coming acts who've won the competition before, and then you get normally six or seven acts in the gong section, which is pretty much why everyone's there. Yeah. Where the uh, audience get cards. Acts have got to get to eight minutes in total for the first four minutes. The, the cards aren't in play, and then as buzzer sounds, and if they're not enjoying the act, they can hold the cards up, and if three cards go up, they get gonged off. Yeah. And uh, if, if they get to eight minutes, they, they beat the gong, and then they have a clap-off at the end. So every week there's a winner. So there's a real kind of... Um, I wouldn't like to say X Factor style, but the, you, you, you can spot the ones who are who are talented, and you can spot the ones who've decided to do stand up yeah. at half four that day <laughs> and walk out, you know, and are just completely should be in a secure environment somewhere. <laughs> um, but you get a really good mix, and what I really like about that night is that you get people who aren't really um, sort of aware of what the comedy circuit is yet yeah. because they're only starting, so they've got no fear and they've got no kind of frame of reference of what is acceptable and what's not. And I don't mean in terms of, you know, discuss the material. I mean in terms of what's entertaining and what's not. And people just come on and try stuff out. Yeah. We had someone last week, uh, last year, ripping his shirt off, getting lipstick and drawing all over his, his nipples and his chest. <laughs> and it was horrendous to watch, but everyone was laughing. It was just like, what are you doing? You know, what are you playing at? Sometimes people just leave people on. And it gets really awkward and there's this tension. But, I mean, that's the thing. With, at least it is kind of a society in the, in the, in the audience because they have the A cards. true democracy. That's yeah. what we need. Get your card up, lads. Come on. We've seen enough of this. And people go, no, no, no. We've got a card. Uh, so, um, in terms of development and advice, what would you give people? You know, you've you've seen obviously MC, and you've you've seen the people at the start of the careers, and yeah. then where you're going, and then you've obviously worked with people who are sort of higher up on the food chain as well. Yeah. So, any any advice for people getting on the on the ladder of comedy? Um, trying to think of analogies now. I'd probably just say, don't bother. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'd probably I'd, I'd say initially don't don't have too many expectations about where it's going to take you don't don't think that money's going to come quickly because that's not that's something that will come later on mm. um but you've got to get it into it for the right reasons you've got to enjoy it you've got to enjoy yourself it is fun you know as long as you don't put too much pressure on yourself start off with fun at some point you can then start to think right can i make a career out of this can i make this as me living then you've got to change your kind of focus a little bit but initially take it as fun get on stage as many times as you can you know within reason without you know putting your personal life in jeopardy um and, and, and perform to as many different audiences as possible. Don't just stay in Liverpool. If you're in Liverpool, try yeah. to get to Manchester, get to kind of Blackpool, anywhere else, anywhere that'll have you, really. Try as much new stuff out as you can until you get a good kind of sort of 10-minute set. You know, if you get a piece that really works, keep that in your set. But, but if stuff doesn't work, be ruthless. Just get rid of it, bin it, change it, work on it. It's, that's, you've got to kind of keep 
keep on it. There's a lot of work that goes into it, really. Uh, you're all, you're going to be doing Rawhide Raw. That starts is it a specific date for that? October, which is, I think, the 4th. First Tuesday in October, and then every Tuesday up until Christmas, and then we'll start again in January. And then you're going to be doing, you're all around the UK doing uh, spots here, there, and everywhere. All around, Because yeah. this, this goes global, this show. Oh, I uh, so. I've got a gig in Switzerland next April, if anyone's listening over there. But I, I know I'm getting 20 quid, and it's cash in hand, so... Uh, <laughs> Get in, that'll pay for the petrol, money. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some chocolate. Uh, and you've, got, you've obviously got the show the uh, rock and doll that's going to be so your Manchester Comedy Festival Southport Comedy Festival yeah and it's aiming towards going to Edinburgh Edinburgh next year and I'll be previewing it pretty much between now and then at anywhere that'll have me so I mean there's a, there's a biker's bar in Birkenhead called the, the Swinging Arm I think it was the Pauline Daniels ones the Swinging Arm the Swinging Arm I turned up thinking this is the worst name for a place for a gig but it was absolutely amazing I did the gig there about three months ago so she's going to have me on there it's a biker's bar you see so the Kind of that, kind it, of the right audience. For yeah, it. I was going to say that there seems to be uh, people finding gig, uh, building gigs in venues like that, and mm-hmm. bikers bars come up quite a lot. I, I didn't know we had that many bikers, but I didn't. I did it all in this bar. That's why. <laughs> really uh, so have you got dates for the, the do the safe Southport date? Do you know what the Manchester date Southport is? Southport is the twenty fourth of the tenth. Uh, Manchester, I think, is the nineteenth. It's the previous Wednesday. I think it's the nineteenth. But if you go on the Manchester Comedy Festival website, which is I think it's MCF uk or just google manchester comedy festival yeah that's not me and it's either. all on there uh, that again that's a fiver so any anyone listening to manchester please come along otherwise it will be very very a very very poor night i will get people there don't worry i'll, I'll bus people in <laughs> sam thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me and we'll see you again soon cheers so Rawhide Raw is back at the Bar Bar Hardman Street uh, from Tuesday, October the 4th. It's £3 entry to see some of the best and worst new acts on the scene. Uh, Sam himself appears all over the country and in November he'll even be supporting the hardcore legend Mick Foley uh, in Nottingham on uh, Mick Foley's uh, UK comedy tour. Something to watch out for. Finally, it's one quarter of Dirty Sanchez, one half of Balls of Steel's Pain Men and Pritchard vs. Dainton. Known to many as Mr. 50-50, he is 100% Matthew Pritchard. Uh, so on the phone we've got uh, Pritchard from Dirty Sanchez. Thanks for coming on. No worries, man. Um, so your pain lots of makes a lot of people happy. When did you first find out that 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 was what made people laugh? Well, at the moment I'm actually in the house doing the dishes. So that's uh, <laughs> I've been after I've been after side people don't see me. Uh, I don't know. I, it's something I've always done since I was a little kid. I've always I always wanted to be a stunt man. Yeah. And in school. I used to chuck myself out of second floor windows <laughs> and hurt myself and just basically batter myself in playtime and everyone else would just watch. Everyone, all my mates and stuff and people in school would watch and laugh their heads off. <laughs> I, I even used to put on stunt shows with my mate. So uh, and people used to come and watch them, surprisingly <laughs> enough. But uh, yeah, that's when I first realised that... Uh, was that, was that Dayton you mate, or was that another one? Who, somebody else? No, who... I didn't go to school with Dayton. I was just another, another friend. All right, okay. Well, what do you what do you think people laugh at that then? Is is it something that makes them feel like oh, at least it's not me? Or I think yeah, I think it's it's one of the, it's like it's car crash, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, people don't like looking at it, but they do. And, uh, and you always like you, you watch things like you being framed and stuff. You watch people hurt themselves. You, you piss yourself laughing because they you, <laughs> and it just and it just looks funny. So. I think that's what it is, really. Have you got? Have you built up a tolerance to it now? Because with, with all you do, um, you do a lot of skateboarding as well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I've had. I, I, I know it's so stupid, and it sounds like I'm being an ad, but I've had pain all my life. 
Mm. But uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I've had it through skateboarding, but I was, you know, and it's all self-inflicted to tell you the truth. Well, some of it, apart from when Dayton does it to me. But, <laughs> but I, yeah, it's just. What's what's the worst thing that's happened to you? What, the most painful, anyway. Well, Christ, where do I start? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've tried, I've had loads of painful things. But I suppose the one which stands out the most was going to well because I ended up in hospital for eight days. I we had a game of trivia with Sue, the four of us, me, Dayton, Joycey and Panch. And uh, the deal was, whoever lost had to have a drill, had to have the drill, a drill, drill through their hand. Oh! The other side. And oh! Of course, me being like a two-floor plank, lost. So I had the drill going right through, in between the thumb and my finger, so that little webbed part. Oh, right, OK, so it wasn't bone then. Christ! No, 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 <laughs> skin. But then the... I came over four o'clock in the morning, woke up throbbing. My hand was like a golf ball. Uh, basically, the drill bit was rusty. Yeah. I ended up going to hospital, and the doctor said, "Jesus, how did you do that?" I told him, <laughs> and he and he just he said, "No, no, seriously, though. Can you said, can you be serious with me?" I said, "No, I'm serious. I've lost the trim of the suit." He said, "Well, what?" And you and you drilled your hand. I'm like, "Yeah, well, that was the deal." And he just looked at me stupid. He went, "Well, you've got septicemia," and he put me straight at the hospital, and I was on a trip for eight days over Christmas. Bloody hell. Over Christmas? Over Christmas, yeah. My mother went mental. So, to be fair, that's when you do play Trivial Pursuit, if you're going to play it. But, um... Well, yeah, just eight days before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight days of Christmas. <laughs> Satan gave to me. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the funniest out of uh, you and Dayton? Actually, out of uh, the whole Sanchez lot. Do you reckon? Who's, who's oh, the funniest? Every, I mean, you can't you can, you can pinpoint it down. So who's the funniest? Because I suppose it depends on the person. Yeah. Because we're all funny in our own different ways. So obviously, I mean, you know, people find us funny, funny. And, I mean, Pancho was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's, I... uh, for me, personally, I think Pancho funny. He cracks, he cracks me up. I just, I've you seen, he... seen him as the Incredible Hulk, I think you did to him. It was at one point where you shaved his head and uh, made him angry. The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, every time we f*** with him, I just, he just you know, he wakes up and realises what me and Dayton have done to him. We, you know, me and Dayton just laugh our heads off constantly. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I've had pants crash me up. What, what, else makes you, what else makes you laugh um, in terms of, like, comedians or sort of watching stuff on TV? Uh, Alan Partridge. All right, cool. He's got a book out soon, hasn't he? Yeah, I love Alan Partridge. Uh, who else? I just started getting into the in-betweeners. Cool. Yep, they're, they're good. A bit, I like the film, but this point, they're not as funny as what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Alan Partridge, who else? Oh, only Fools and Horses. Oh, that's a staple, isn't it? Every, every Yeah, every. Uh, and some others do have him. That's quite... Michael, uh... Michael Crawford, it's just... He, he, he's right at my speed. If I was to ever do a, a comedy, it'd be, it'd be like that. He, was, he did all his own stunts in that as well, didn't he? Well, yeah, back in the days when you were allowed to do your own stunts. <laughs> so if, if you weren't doing what you're doing, uh, so you, um, you're, you're going to be coming down to Liverpool on the first, aren't you? Uh, yeah. To the Crazy Ace. Um, if you weren't doing that, uh, what would you be doing? Because you trained as a chef, didn't you? Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a chef by trade. Yeah. So I'd either be... I mean, I, do you know what I... I'm not that, I just, I don't know, I, I, I enjoy, I love cooking, I really enjoy cooking, but that's, like, that's something that I like doing in my house, I don't like slaving in front of a head chef who's swearing his head off of me and kicking my ass all the time, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what I'd be doing, I was, I, I, I was a professional, I still am a professional skateboarder, Yeah. so 
So who knows? I'm I'll most probably be involved in the skateboard industry. Oh, cool. Uh, will you still be doing this when you're old and wrinkly as well? Will you still be sort of you and Dayton and still be on stage whacking crap out of each other? <laughs> if if Lemmy can do it at 62, then so can I. Ah, oh, you've just reminded me. I've got a good motorhead to play in Liverpool sometime soon. Uh, let's go to that. <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of stuff are you listen to? With, um, just as a side, um, what, I'm taking it you're a big fan of motorheads and stuff like that. A massive fan of motorhead, uh, Slayer, ACDC. Uh, Motley Crue and all that kind of stuff. But I spent a l- I spent the majority of my season, summer season, in Ibiza. So I'm a ma- massive fan of dance music as well. Yeah, but big. Are you quite close to Lisa Lashes? Is it as well? Do you know where quite well? Yeah, Lisa Lashes. I know Lisa Lashes very well. I've known Lisa for quite a few years. So Eddie Hallowell as well, Judge Jules and all them. So yeah, just and you're, literally you're, just. We out there this summer doing stuff, uh, doing stuff. With no, you. I was, I wasn't there doing any, doing. I was just literally there because I enjoy going away Ibiza and I love just getting smashed and, <laughs> and dancing and partying. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's what's been your favourite moment out of all the Sanchez, uh, Pritchard versus Dayton, the Pain Men? What's what's been what's been the best thing that's happened to you because of all this kind of stuff? There has been a, a pleasurable uh, side to the pain. I suppose sitting sitting down at the premiere of our movie in the cinema. Oh uh, yeah, it, it was just. It was just unbelievable, to tell you the truth. Sitting there in a the cinema, thinking, how the f*** did it come to this? <laughs> with Howard Marks in there as well. With Howard Marks and, you know, all these... You know, from being in school, being thick as two short planks and being told I'd make nothing of my life to sitting in a cinema and seeing myself on the big screen. So that was, uh, we, you know, with three of my best mates. <laughs> so is, is there going to be more Sanchez or more uh, Pritchard versus Dayton on TV or...? Uh, uh, or, or I, another film. I, do you know what? I'd love to do more Sanchez, uh, and we have got funding for the film, but unfortunately, MTV don't don't want it anymore. They'd rather put their money into things like Geordie Shaw and yeah, stuff like that. Reality stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean the money's there, but the MTV on the name is Sanchez. So we, I get asked every day on Twitter and Facebook. So, you know, is there going to be any more Sanchez? Or to, to all those fans out there, I would love to. I'd love to do more, but MTV won't let us use the name. So, so what? Can you buy the name off them, or can you? Is it, did they just own it, copyright it, and until they see? Well, yeah, we, I do know. I don't know all that legal, legal stuff, but that's all I know, really. And it's, just, I oh, know, it's a bit, bit annoying, but there we are. So, what, what, what do you want to do in the future? Then, if, apart from the film, is there any kind of do you want to do any more skateboarding stuff and sort of I'm compete? Actually, or I'm actually, I'm actually writing a book now. Oh, what about your life, or is it autobiography? No, it's it's just a, it's a it's a book about um, how how I found Ibiza. All right. And my, and my love and my love for Ibiza, the stories, the rock and roll, the, the, everything that's ever happened to me in Ibiza. Oh, fantastic! So there's that there's that coming out. Uh, I'm doing lots of obviously last last year I did the Iron Man. Oh, I the, cycled the triathlon. Land then. So, uh, there's a lot of charity stuff I've got planned. It's just finding the time to squeeze it in in between gigs. Yeah, you do a lot of, a lot of stuff. Uh, is it McMillan or is it the cancer well, Wales uh, Cancer no, Research? No, T have an hospice in Wales. Ah, there we go. Do you want to give that a plug? Or? Yeah, well, it's a hospice in, in South Wales and they look after life-limited children. Hmm. And the work they do is absolutely brilliant. So that's why he decided to do a lot of charity stuff. You do, uh, do, do a lot of mission. running... Oh, yeah. yeah, I've done I've done through marathon, doing the Dublin marathon next month. What's the pain of that like? Is that is that comparable to the stuff that you've done on, on TV? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a different kind of pain. It's, it's quite an enjoyable pain actually. 
when I did Iron when I did the Iron Man, yeah. it was just a pain I've never witnessed before. But then I suppose <laughs> you've got to have the mental power to get yourself to the end of that, that finish line. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a great day out. It was brilliant. Uh, so with the ice baths afterwards, I'm taking it and stuff like that. Or did you, just that? Co- did you have an ice bath afterwards, or did you just get drunk after the, the Iron Man? Uh, do you know what? I didn't. <laughs> I couldn't even get because they, they had champagne at the end. I couldn't even drink a glass of champagne. That's how ill I was. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> no, I had to literally had to go straight to bed. I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you doing the gumball again this year? Because you learnt to drive recently, didn't you? Yeah, we did, uh, me and Dink did London to Istanbul, and hopefully we're doing it next year, New York to LA. Yeah, so... Uh, Are you going to be doing fun. most of the driving, or...? They, did, they, didn't, they didn't let me do any of the driving this year. <laughs> well, they didn't trust they, you? They don't trust me. <laughs> I don't know. All, all I did was part, drink and party. <laughs> That's the, that's the way to do it. You sort of like, you know, that's why I took so long to get my driving licence, because I like drinking. So. Well, yeah, I know. It's just, but you know, I, I do. I would like to do it. I would like to drive. Uh, I hope, yeah. Hey, so just uh, to to wrap up, um, do you want to do a quick plug for the crazy? Uh, so what what can they expect to see on stage? The usual pain against you with you and and dates. Uh, it's going to be basically me versus Dayton, really. Uh, just taking a piss out with another. Uh, giving each other a load of pain, having a laugh, and basically partying with all the punters, really. Yeah, it's um, just going to be fun. Who, Getting arsed down there. <laughs> Who's winning so far? Are you keeping, still keeping a tally? Well, we were keeping a tally, but, I mean, he wins some things, and I... I, I he, do you know what? He wins a lot of stuff, because he f***ing cheats. <laughs> and see, this is why you, this is where it all comes on. Yeah, he mentioned everything. Oh, I don't cheat that bollocks. He's always f***ing cheated. <laughs> ask, ask our tour manager. He's really evidence. He, he, he always gets his own way because he cheats. Is, is, is that the biggest pain in your life, then, is Dayton cheating? Yeah, oh, oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Brits, yeah. thanks for coming on the show. No worries, man. I'll see you, at, uh, I'll see you next weekend. <laughs> So make sure you go down to Crazy Ace on the 1st of October to see uh, Pritchard versus Dainton basically ruin each other once again. Uh, not for the faint-hearted. So if you don't like to see pain inflicted on other people, just turn your head and get a drink in. So hopefully next week uh, on the Comedy Quota we'll have Reginald D. Hunter in, uh, the stu- not in the studio, but over the phone, um, talking about his show that will be on the Liverpool Philharmonic. Uh, and more of the usual hijinks from me. Uh, so we'll see you all next week. Bang, bang. <laughs>